We get a one personal space, two personal space, three. Hey, hello, listeners. This is just a quick disclaimer for this week's episode. As anyone that's listened to the show before knows, uh, there can be some adult language, and anyone that's listening for the first time, please keep that in mind. Uh, we tend to be ourselves and not filter, so occasionally a bad word might come out. If you have any children in the room, please put on some headphones or have them put on some headphones. Thank you. That I don't even care about this. I'm not even interested in having this skin on my personal space. You're listening to the IDP Guys with Sean, John, and Nathan, the Wizards of Fantasy Football. Your go-to source for the individual defensive player strategy. And now, three guys who could only make an NFL team on Madden. Welcome back to the IDP, guys. This is episode 126. I'm here today with Johnny. Guten Tag. And Sean. What's up? That's not even funny. That's not funny. You remember like 100 episodes ago when you would... I'll bring that back. Yeah. One of these days. Don't do that. For our foreign listeners, you'd say hi in a different language. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was funny. All right, so uh, with that, let's get into the question of the day. Who have been your favorite waiver wire guys this season and why? So Johnny's going to have rattle off a list before we get into <laughs> him just blowing like all of ours away. Sean, you go first. Yeah. Honestly, the waiver wire has not been too good to me this year. Um, really? No, it hasn't. Um <sighs> You can get no Mike Davis. No, Mike Davis has been great. I have him in like a couple of leagues, but it was also one where it was like, yeah, if you didn't drop a hundred, you weren't getting him, mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, so if you dropped like seventy five, it's like, yeah, I'm spending substantial waiver wire budget on this, and I'm still not getting him. So, uh, yeah, I guess Mike Davis is probably up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is Marcus May. Getting him after week one. Yeah, any uh, leagues you're in with me, he was on the waiver wire. True. He wasn't on a lot of the waiver wires, but um, I got him in a few leagues, and that was – I mean, he was one of those guys that, like, we thought he was going to be good because of the Jamal Adams role that he filled into, uh, but it wasn't a sure thing. And after week one, oh, we knew it was a sure thing. He's also a really good player. Um sure. He is not the same type of player as Jamal Adams. He's more of a coverage guy. Um, but, like, filling into that role, he was a solid coverage guy and also got all the tackles. Yeah. Johnny, take it away. No, I, I don't have that many. Deshaun Elliott's probably been my favorite, to be honest. You got some of that, right, Sean? I know you did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Joe Thomas, too, even though that's over with. Um, and Tyrell Adams. Told you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I played him. And that's probably one of the reasons I got over. And I mean, what was it? I'm a one in four team. That was what I was hearing all uh, Sunday. Uh, and I beat 
Steve, who was a four and one team by by the skin of my teeth. But yeah, well, the 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 why is important too. It's you know it's the roles, it's the, yeah. the specific roles. Joe Thomas is not Leighton Vanderesh, but that role is productive. Um, Deshaun Elliott's a surprise though, because that second safety in Baltimore, Earl Thomas was not putting up IDP numbers. You know what I mean? He was mm-hmm. good, good actual player. Uh, just wasn't good for IDP, and Deshaun Elliott has been. Um, so that's a nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so with that, let's get into how we did this week. Uh, Johnny, why don't you start off? Uh, decent, not great. Uh, four and four in Yahoo, including a little more smoke and mirrors, um, including on your boy Eric. <laughs> Smoked that ass. Um, nine and five in sleepers, so really good sleeper week. Two and two in my fantasy league, not eliminated in Eliminator. And Lost 29 in DFS. Not great, but uh, still ahead for the year. What about you guys? I had a really rough week. Uh, I won 12 out of 22 of my leagues. And unfortunately, one of them included a blowout loss to Johnny, a blowout loss to Nate, and then I think two games where I lost by less than one point to Joey. And I was just like, yeah, that's, this is fucking garbage and I hate everything. So, uh, this is a week to forget. Um, and we'll move on to next week. Yeah, that's it. Uh, so I'm, (laughs) what's funny is going into this season, I said that I was very worried about my sleeper leagues and the fact that they were probably going to be garbage and I wouldn't even be able to keep track of them. Funny thing is they are the only leagues that I'm actually doing well in and <laughs> having winning records other than like a couple MFL leagues that I'm not doing terrible in, but uh, it's been a little difficult lately. You're undefeated in one of them. I am still undefeated. Yeah, you're I'm undefeated team. That's the one you beat me in this past week. No, I beat someone else, uh, Skinny Chef or something like that. Uh, because I had just traded for Derrick Henry in that league. So it was one of those, like, rich gets richer. Um, Man, I got a league right now where I'm 1-5 in five with the second most points in the league. And it's just like, and not only do I have the second most points in the league, but I also lost Barkley and Chubb and Dak Prescott in a super flex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I don't know what else to do. This is like, I can't sell. This team is too good to be selling. Like I have to just pray. I eke into the playoffs at this point. Mm-hmm. And I told Sean this earlier today, but I do want to say it on the podcast. I'm really growing. i like sleeper is really growing on me. Uh, I feel like I could handle more leagues with their platform just for the simple way that they have it set up and like how I'm getting used to it. So as much as I complained about sleeper in the past, I actually really like them. And Yahoo is only is going to keep me because I have to have my, you know, my history and MFL, you know, I like to be able to customize the leagues, but if I could have it all on sleeper, to be honest, I probably would. So if they could import your league history from Yahoo, you'd quit Yahoo. If they could import my league history and let me customize the top section, you know, where the little mascots are and stuff. 
Right, but you can't do that with Yahoo. <laughs> yeah, that's the MFL thing. He that's likes. the MFL thing. I, if they I'd gave, leave it all. If they gave us the options to do individual corners, DTs, inside, outside linebackers, stuff like that, that would totally put it over the top. Because I like something about every site, mm-hmm. but not everything about any, every site. any one site. Yeah, And I agree with that. Um, for me, I like being able to do a lot of leagues and do free leagues. Where it's like, yeah, okay, like I want to do another league. Let's do another league and set it up for free. And Sleeper is super easy. I can set up a league and get a draft going in under 10 minutes. I love it. And they're adding more features as far as like when you have a shit ton of leagues and how to manage like 30 leagues and target like, okay, I need to take out this one player um, or I need to be able to like, you know, make quick changes. They're they're adding that. Yeah, that, that that's going to be nice because Tuesday, what was it? Four thirty. Matt Milano out. Oh Christ, where is yep. he? Yeah, this is this is what I <laughs> talked to Nate about because yeah. of the twenty two leagues I'm in, I have Matt Milano in sixteen of them, and it's like okay, I got ten minutes to make all these changes, and it's mm-hmm. like okay, filter by teams, look for Chiefs defensive backs. Let's go fill them in, and it worked. And I got all the changes made in those 15 minutes. It was great. Yeah. So for everyone out there listening, check out Sleeper. It's pretty good. What's up, guys? It's Josh, Adam, and Bobby. Here with the Big 3 IDP Podcast. And if you've never listened to our show before, here's just a taste of the insanity that you will get week in and week out with the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Skunks are so cute. <laughs> we just ate White Castle at like 1045 at night. I tell you, one I liked about it a little bit more was Jeffrey Simmons. Oh, what? Did you say a Bartman like Steve Bartman? <laughs> I don't like Bartman in Chicago this year. He's going to catch too many foul balls. You know it's all about getting real and getting down to business and getting down to the facts. <laughs> Slot of in, slot of out. So, if you would like more of the shenanigans that you just heard in these little snippets, be sure to subscribe to the Big Three IDP podcast wherever you get your podcast. Adding listeners are guaranteed to have a good time. Hey, you can't afford not to do this, baby. That's right, baby. Okay, or the same, different week. Uh, one piece of good news, the rest is bad, and we'll start in descending <laughs> order of badness. First piece of bad news, Devin Bush, ACL, done for the year. Not great. No. He was on his way to a massive game, too. Um, so. He was having a really nice year, too. Um, I was going yep. through PFF grades, and he was doing very well this year. Yeah, not ideal. Um, we'll talk about the replacement later, but uh, yeah, not great. Um, I I only got whacked like a couple times with that. How bad is it for you guys? I didn't really I have none. anywhere. I have none. none. No, Devin Bush and Devin White were going like late first, early second, and I'm not paying that for a linebacker unless it's someone insane. So mm-hmm. not happening. Didn't get any shares. 
I traded, so I got Isaiah Simmons in that like late first, early second this past uh, draft and traded him to Bob from IDP Bob from uh, whatchamacallit? Big three. Big three. And got a first and a third this coming up year. <laughs> I just wanted you to bring made, that up because. Uh, yeah, you made the right call. <laughs> Jesus. And, and I still I still believe Isaiah Simmons is going to be a stud, but like not this year. <laughs> this is this has been a train wreck so far. It's been sad. Um yeah. I think I think give it two more weeks and he'll start seeing like fifty snaps a game and he'll start putting up numbers because he had a really good game this past week. Um he only played like twenty two snaps, but he played really well in those twenty two snaps. So I think he will start seeing the playing time. Who is he going to displace, though? Is it is it going to be a linebacker, you think? Campbell or Hicks? Gonna no, I think more than likely they're going to kind of fill him in. So, like, maybe Campbell loses 5% of snaps. Uh, Hicks loses 5% of snaps. And then one of their safeties loses 10% of snaps, and he's sitting at 20%, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they got to get him in at some point. Um, yeah, speaking of weird kind of things breaking your way, so I told you guys about that Sanders trade, got rid of him. And then this week, oh, boy, yikes, yeah. right? Jesus Christ. But you never know. That stuff could go both ways. Well, yeah, Sanders missed a touchdown in the end. Like a well, I'm not, he blew his knee out, too. He's, yeah, out, yeah, he's out at least a couple sure. weeks. Yeah. Um, all right, this one's for Sean. Lev Bell to the Chiefs. This hmm. happened right after last week, essentially. Um, thoughts? Thoughts and prayers? <laughs> so, I think this is stupid of the Chiefs. Um, why do I think it's stupid? Well, we just saw Clyde edwards Lair go out there and kill it. You didn't need to pay a veteran running back. Why else do I think it's stupid? Well, we've watched the Lions uh, run veteran AP into the ground while keeping DeAndre Swift on the bench. And then they're like, nope, we're benching Adrian Pearson. We're going to we're gonna give the rookie a shot and look what happens. It's great. So um, I think any snaps that Le'Veon Bell is getting over what uh, – uh, Daryl Williams was getting mm. is a mistake. I think if they do anything other than just replace Daryl Williams with Le'Veon Bell, they're making a mistake and that's a waste of their time. Mm. I think he probably will get more snaps than Daryl Williams. And I think Clyde Edwards Hilaire probably gets five to 10% less snaps than what he was getting before. I think, though, the difference between the Detroit situation and the Kansas City situation is Kansas City doesn't need Clyde Edwards-Hilaire to go off to win the game. They can spell him more often so that he can, you know, withstand the season, the extended season, because you know they're going to be in uh, Super Bowl contention, whereas the Lions can't get their shit together and they need their rookie to actually help win the game. Sure, but like, I don't think there's any benefit to playing Adrian Peterson at all. 
and I don't think there's yeah. any benefit to playing Le'Veon Bell over Clyde edwards Lair either. Um, I think that at the in the best case scenario, you see them perform similarly. Mm-hmm. And if you're paying a running back to come in and perform similarly to your other running back, that's not good management. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, Andy Reid quote? It was like, we don't say no to talented guys, something like that. Which, yeah, I get that. And I appreciate that sentiment, but it's different at running back. <laughs> um, it's like, imagine having Patrick Mahomes and just being like, yeah, we're going to sign Aaron Rodgers to like 26 million a year because we don't say no to talent. And it's like, okay. But like, Yes, in theory, that makes sense. But like in practice, it doesn't, you know, like, well, could it turn into a Kamara Coleman situation? Kamara Latavius Murray. Well, Murray, I mean, was it, what was it a couple years ago when the big one, where it was the two running backs? Oh, the Ingram was the Ingram. I'm sorry. Yeah. Coleman Freeman. That's sure. Right. Right. Sure. It, it could, but like, why do you need it to, you know, like if your running back is performing well, why do you need to take away snaps? Well, well, to didn't, have... didn't, didn't they pay him like nothing for this? Isn't it like veteran minimum or something? It, was, it wasn't anything crazy. right? Bell just a, wants a ring and he knows that's the team a, to go to, to get a ring. Yeah. And Corona injury, Grim Reaper. Yeah, sure. Eh, it's it's a mi- it's a million with up to two million incentives, but it, like it hurts your million shares of CEH, and that's why it does. That. <laughs> it does, but also no, like Le'Veon Bell is not signing with them if he thinks he's not going to see touches, which means that he's going to see touches, which makes yeah. you wonder what this is going to look like and why they're doing it. That's all. Mm-hmm. But yes, like personally, yes, I am upset that it's going to hurt my CEH shares. But I also can recognize that like this is very similar to the DeAndre Swift situation in the sense that like I think this is not great for the team. Yeah, I mean I just don't see Kansas City losing games because they are spelling, you know, going between Lev Bell and No, maybe CEH. not maybe not losing games, but like if you're doing that and it's hurting your team, whether you're losing games or not, it's a bad idea. You know, like the thing is the lions are bad enough that they can actually lose games because they play a different running back. The chiefs are not, but that doesn't make it any better of an idea to do that. What about the idea of Lev Bell coming in and teaching CEH something? (laughs) Running backs don't teach each other. Yeah. That's not yeah. how that works. Hit the open hole, go yeah. forward. Yeah. Right. They come in, they're ready, they're at full strength, which is what was so frustrating about the DeAndre Swift thing, where it's like, what do you like training them on the bench to take a handoff? What's going on here? This doesn't make any sense. Um, same frustration I have with J.K. Dobbins right now, where it's like, dude, Mark Ingram is playing terribly. Just like throw in the rookie, see what he's got, and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Well, we shall see. Uh, I guess two pieces of somewhat good news. So, to a taga blah 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 the start. Tag of oil, whatever. Yeah, that guy. 
<laughs> no, I'm I'm happy about this. Why do you think they're doing this though? They're winning with Fitzpatrick. They're they're looking decent. They were they've been looking for an excuse to start Tua, and Fitzpatrick had not given it to him. <laughs> and Tua coming in and throwing two passes was nothing of an excuse. Realistically, you have a quarterback on a rookie contract. You want to use all of that. And in order to use all of that, you have to know what you have. So you look at like the Broncos with Drew Locke, right? Like they went out, they drafted Judy, they drafted Hamler, uh, they drafted Fant last year. Like they loaded up with offensive talent and they were basically like, okay, Drew Locke, if you don't succeed in this situation, you will never succeed. And if you don't succeed in this situation, that means we can move on from you. The Dolphins need to do the same thing with Tua because your best chance to win a Super Bowl is when the quarterback's on the rookie contract. So they're saying, like, okay, like, yes, Fitzmagic is playing great right now. But, like, we need to know what we have in our rookie quarterback so that we know whether we continue with him and we plan around him or whether we plan to replace him. You know, like Darnold. They're going to replace him if they end up with a top pick. That's mm. that's where they're at. Baker Mayfield. If the Browns ended up with a top pick, they would replace him because they set up all the talent around him. If they fail, he's getting replaced. That's how you do it. You need to know what you have in your rookie quarterback or your young quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm pumped to see it. should be cool. Uh, Sam Hubbard to IR. That's not great. Um, you guys no. got a lot of Hubbard. I got a decent amount. Yeah, I've got them a lot of places. Yeah. I have them a few places. I have a lot of just that edge group. Uh, I have a lot of Dunlap and I have a lot of Carl Lawson, although it sounds like Dunlap uh, might be on the trade block. Yeah, he's on the outs. Uh, he's not happy with the team and vice versa. Lawson is seeing a lot of playing time, though, so that's good. Yeah, I like Lawson. Yep. Um, okay, this is this must have been what I was thinking of. So Camus Grugier-Hill broke his finger. It poked through his skin, and he got it stitched up and continued playing. That's disgusting. Okay. Yeah, I just thought you guys should know that. Uh, is that wine? Are you drinking wine? I'm out of beer. <laughs> I'm you out got of a beer. wine glass too. I'm I'm shocked it took this long for you guys what to call a, me I out. Of what a fairy fuck! <laughs> 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 I like wine. I just like beer more. I'm just out of beer. Yeah. Of course you do. All right. Um, I'm more serious now. Mike Mike Rabel taking. Sending the twelfth man onto the field, getting the penalty, killing the clock—you you saw love this, it. right? Love, 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 the, love it. He's done it before in 2018, also. Yep. And holy shit, like that is some 4D chess right there. <laughs> I, my favorite part is that he sold it. Yes. Where he like he pointed him out there, and the dude's like, "What, what are you doing?" And, like, and he goes, "It's like okay. it's okay, it's okay." Yep. <laughs> and then as soon as the penalty gets thrown, he's like. Throwing what? his headset and what? Oh, what like, this is outrageous! Yep. I can't believe that you it, stayed you, out there. Did you see the press conference after where they asked him about it specifically? Yeah, and he just refused to answer. Yep. he's like, 
we gotta get better about penalties. Yeah, we we can't take penalties <laughs> like that. Yeah, and that was didn't just, even say like that. You just said, you know, we've had some problems with penalties. We just right. we gotta get better about them, and yep. you know, you know, penalties. We just gotta get better. Yeah, and man, oh man, most of those Belichick guys don't work out. But Jesus Christ, like he's technically not a Belichick guy. Well, he, he isn't. Played he played him. for Belichick. Yeah, but yeah he's not yeah. a coach, he's right? A tree, part yeah. of the yeah. tree. But he's also he's he was quite, like Matt Patricia that just like right. was sitting there like gaining weight under Belichick, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a totally different story. But man, he's he's a smart dude, and he's like a players' coach. He's like the best of both worlds. Like yeah. we almost got him in Detroit. Yeah, that would have been nice. For you we uh, actively <laughs> avoided him to get Patricia. Yeah, brilliant. Um, but yeah, I thought that was really cool. I just wanted to mention that. Um, Mark Ingram ankle injury. This might open some Dobbins, maybe. I don't know. What's the uh, what's the prognosis? I just saw the headline. Yeah. Well, that's not helpful to anybody. Well, look it up. Um, Miles Jack ankle injury. He got yoinked out of the game for this too. So, mm-hmm. and it's I think he re-injured it. Right, like this is what took him out for Dakota Allen a week or two ago. Yeah. So he's probably donezo for a little bit, which means Dakota Allen is go. Can we talk uh, about how good he's been when he's been playing though? Yeah, no, he's he's been great. He's been fantastic. People, people dropped. Oh, check this shit out. So people dropped him and Leonard. So you're right. I did get some miles. Jack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't even take a year. It, it, I just saw it. I was like, I can't believe that shit. Give me that. Yeah. <laughs> but Darius Leonard, too. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. There was a bunch of people on the Facebook group that were like, do I drop Darius Leonard now? No, knock yourself out. Please yeah, do. Like, wow. I'll take that shit. People have no goddamn. You're patience. supposed to give good advice, not bad advice. Well, if it's in my league, drop them. <laughs> Otherwise, don't. Um, yeah. yeah, but patience is a virtue, people. Jesus. Uh, Devontae Parker, groin injury. I didn't see how serious it was. Hopefully, not that bad. He's, you know, now more than ever, they're going to need him there for the uh, rookie. Yeah, I got zero shares, so no investment. Gotcha. Miles Sanders knee injury, one to two weeks minimum. Zach Ertz ankle, three to four weeks minimum. Uh, fallout. <laughs> the Eagles are a train wreck. Like, yeah, they got no one to throw to. Full I, I don't even. It's not even that they have no one to throw to. They don't even have anybody to, like from their original offensive line starting. I think. I think they might have like one starter left on their entire starting eleven offense. Like they might have lost, yeah, yeah. They might have lost like ten starters. It's insane. Yeah, they're they're in trouble. But uh, if Goddard, if and when Goddard comes back in the next week or two, do you think he just you know hogs every target, or do teams just be like, oh, we shut down Goddard, we shut down their whole offense? I think it's probably a little bit of both. Where like, in terms of Goddard specifically. yeah, they're going to throw at Goddard as much as possible. They're also going to cover Goddard as much as possible. So you're going to see probably normal target share. Mm-hmm. All righty. We'll see what happens. Uh, Mike Hilton, shoulder injury. Uh, that that one hurts for the old streaming corners. You didn't have to stream them. You could start them every week. Yeah, I guess. 
He's been uh, killer this year. Not this week. Um, he got hurt. Well, he got hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's but been no, good he's, every other week, though. He's had bad games. I think Logan this Ryan. This year? I don't yeah. think that's – I yeah. know that that's true. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any corner that's not had one bad game this year. Even Logan uh, Ryan in week one. Well, maybe game. Carlton Davis has been sweet. No, he's uh, had a bad week. So, no. So, no, actually, up until this week, Mike Hilton's worst game was 18 and a half points. No shit. What, what are you looking at? I'm looking at sleeper. So, you had five tackles and a sack, eight tackles, a sack, a fumble recovery, uh, seven tackles and a reception, and then eight tackles, a sack, and then he got hurt this week. Uh, yeah, so, no, you're right. He yeah, has been um, good every week this year. And then uh, Carlton Davis has been – he was my uh, he was my dark yes, horse. Yes, we know. You said it last week. Jesus I know, Christ. I know. I know. You, want, you want me to bring it up again, though? You want me to talk about it? Uh, so Carlton Davis. Three played like shit. Uh, he didn't even – it depends how you look at it because, like – he only had three tackles, but he also had a pass deflection. So depending no, on how he scored. Week three? Just, Zero. Yeah. Zero what? Pass deflections. Oh, I got him down for six and a half points. So three tackles. He had tackle for loss. That's what it was. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but yeah, so I got him down for eight points, 19.2, six and a half, 16.3, 25.9, 20.5. Wow, so you, you accelerated past that six point, whatever it was real quick. No, I, I, I listen to the same speed. <laughs> All I'm saying is my two corners that I picked at the beginning of the year, they're uh, a okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I pick 50 something every week and I'm at 73% accuracy for the season. So mm, probably like 10% better than that though. Taste my butt. Taste it. <laughs> All righty. Getting back into things, Janu Smith ankle. Uh, the Ferkser, the what is it? What, Anthony Ferkser? Don't Ferkser? do this. Don't fall for this. Don't, <laughs> don't, 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 don't. So don't. they said it's a minor, minor ankle injury, and he's probably okay. So yep. shouldn't even be a thing. That's good because I just traded for him in one league. Oh, I know. And you, wait, which one? You're gonna make me look this up. You uh, traded for Ferkster, I think. No. <laughs> Janu Smith. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. That's Janu, acceptable. Janu's great. Yeah. I feel good about that. Yep. Uh, and last but not least, Raheem Mostert to IR. Uh, what's the Coleman comeback date? Do we know? Because, I mean, McKinnon slam dunk. What do we think about Michael Hasty? I love Jamichael Hasty, and unfortunately, I had him at one point in 22 out of 22 Dynasty Leagues uh, because I drafted him in all of them. And over the course of the season, I've had to drop him, and now I only have him in six leagues. But and it, I it's, am... it's him over uh, Wilson, right? Yes. yes. Okay. But what about if Coleman comes back? Um, what happens then? I have no idea. You can't yeah. start any of them, to be honest. Um, Not yeah. even McKenna? I don't think so. Jeez, okay. All so right. do you think Mostert on IR is worth a third-round pick next year? 
<laughs> Nate uh, <laughs> tried to buy Mostert off me for a third round pick saying that he was out for the season. And I was like, no, he isn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, he isn't. I'll, I'll send him to you for a second. I'm not doing less than a second. He's like, not interested. It's like, okay, that's garbage trading. Then. Like, <laughs> I only had the third. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I'll trade you trash for your player that I want or nothing. And that's actually what he did. He sent me a gift. And he's like, then I offer nothing. <laughs> it was <laughs> the, like, <laughs> oh, what was that uh, movie? Scarface. Mm. Yeah. Hey, my offer is nothing. It's like, okay, but Nate, why are you even texting me right now? <laughs> like, get out of my mentions. Jesus. Alrighty. Uh, so that's it for bad news. Last but not least, Dr. Super Bowl had a great quote the other day. He said, the Browns are in the same division as the Steelers, but not the same league. Mm. You like that? Baker Mayfield's bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's playing bad this year, though. Yeah. But, but uh, Man, the big that, that was not as not as close as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Jesus, I Wait, knew Sean, it was going to be. Did you pick them to win? He did. No, no, I did not. Yeah, he did. No, I did not. Now listen to the show. Well, I did not do that. I did not do that. The thing is, the Steelers and the Ravens blitz a fuck ton, and Baker is not dealing with the blitz well. That's just the reality of it. The Ravens and the Steelers are the two heaviest blitzers in the NFL, and he is in a division with them, and that is a problem. Yeah. What about the rematch down the road if they get Chubb back, if they don't have Sheldrick Redwine as their other safety because Carl Joseph and Ronnie Harrison were down? Um, you know, what if they've, they're looking a little better? It's still gonna. It's still going to be the Steelers. The Browns just match up really poorly against them. Yeah, it's just it's ugly where it's like Baker has a specific game that he can do very well. Mm -hmm. The Steelers and the Ravens fuck with that really hard. And that's just the reality. And that's a problem in the division he's in. Yeah. If you were if he and Kirk Cousins change places like they might actually both be good teams. Oh. Wow. Ooh. Vikings play calling is still the worst in the NFL, so that's trash, but, you know. MyFantasyFootballShirt.com is your place to get top-quality fantasy football gear. Get yourself some merch from some of your favorite podcasts. Need some custom shirts for your league? Contact us today. Just go to MyFantasyFootballShirt.com. All right, now is the part of the show where we pair together two sets of defenders instead of offensive players, talk about their merits against each other, send it out in a tweet, and then see what y'all think the next week. So let's talk last week's gut checks. Uh, starting off with a pair of linebackers, Tampa Bay's Levante David versus Minnesota's Eric Kendricks with 177 votes, 54.5% Levante David. Good answer. Mm -hmm. uh, now a pair of defensive linemen. 
Uh, Chicago's Akeem Hicks versus Atlanta's Grady Jarrett. 164 votes, 56.3%. Akeem Hicks. Okay. Okay. And now a pair of wide receivers. Carolina's Robbie Anderson versus Pittsburgh's Juju Smith-Schuster with 179 votes. I hate 68.4%. Juju. Robbie Anderson. Yeah. No way. <laughs> I hate them both. I don't care. <laughs> there it is. There's though. a there's some really good action from the uh, DFD pod when I was ripping on Joey this past offseason for his love for Robbie Anderson. And I just like I was relentlessly terrible to him as a human being for liking Robbie Anderson. And I got to eat those words, but I hate both of them anyway. So all three of them, including Joey. Well, I mean, the surprise, they, they, <laughs> had, they had the number five passing offense until they got to Chicago. That That's not the same now. That's for damn. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, already this week, we got three more wonderful gut checks. We'll start with the offense. Would you rather have oh God, from, the, from the Browns, Baker Mayfield, 103 completions for 1,095 whole yards, 10 touchdowns, 6 picks, sacked only 11 times. That's actually not bad. Uh, one fumble on the year. Or Joe Burrow, 160 completions on the year, 1,617 passing yards, uh, 6 passing touchdowns, 4 picks, 24 sacks, 5 fumbles. These guys are actually close. Um, it's the negative stuff that brings Burrow back down to earth in the leagues. Um, I looked at this and um, you guys go first. I think we know what Sean's going to say, but let's hear it. You don't. I'll take Burrow. Uh, Whoa. Uh, Holy cow. Look, man, like Baker was my easy QB one that year, but Burrow's was my easy QB one this year. I was wrong about Baker. And I'm right about Burrow. Well, this this honestly has more to do with I believe these guys are playing each other again this week, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that correct? Yep. Yeah, and uh, they're at, they're like right next to each other in points where I took this from. So. Yeah, the Burrow was the better prospect. I liked Baker more, just like as a player and what he did. Um, but Burrow is the best prospect to come out in a while. Uh, and Tua is second on that. So like I'd honestly take Tua over Mayfield as well. Um, Herbert probably at this point, um, but I definitely had uh, Baker above Tua in terms of my pre-draft grades. Okay. I got a dumb question for you. So the the Herbert thing and the rookies in general this year, it's not the usual NFL. There aren't 70,000 drunk maniacs screaming on third and 10 at 135 decibels. Um, Things just aren't normal. You know, it's like a scrimmage out there sometimes, except you still get murdered when you get sacked. Um, Sure. But things are different. And offense is up a lot. Um, corner production is up a lot IDP wise. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it's, it's up through the goddamn roof. Uh, passing is up. Does, does Herbert look as good in a normal year? I don't think so. It's not, it's not the 
type of year that's making passing go up. It's that teams have embraced analytics and realized that they've been coaching wrong for 30 plus years. Uh, Brian, uh, Brian Dabble or Dabble from uh, Buffalo offensive coordinator has been one of the most run heavy coaches on first down for his entire like 15 year career. This year he decided I'm going to be the most pass heavy coordinator in the NFL on first down and their offense has been stellar. And it's like, Oh, okay. This works. We're going to roll with it. And it's like teams are figuring out, like we were wrong. We had no idea what we were doing. We should have listened to the numbers. We're going to do it now. Yeah. yeah people no, people are doing that too. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Seattle's doing it. But like beyond those two extreme examples, like teams are going for fourth down. People are going for two point conversions. It's like, this shit never would have happened five years ago. Teams mm. are finally just like, huh? All right. So these numbers are pretty damning. Maybe we're idiots and we should have been listening this whole time. And then they try it and they're like, yeah, we were idiots. We should have been listening the whole time, except for the lions and the Vikings. Cause we suck and we're just idiots and we won't listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I could see that. I I think the environment also plays a part in it too. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers. No, no, no. You got Aaron Rodgers in away stadiums doing that false start shit and getting free plays like that never happens in a normal season. There's a lot sure. of weird stuff going on this year. Sure, but everybody's dealing with the same shit, and there are some players that are not playing better. There's some that are, and there's some that aren't. And I think that just happens on a normal year-to-year basis. I'm not sure that the environment is significantly affecting rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't know. It just feels easier, but whatever. Um, okay, next pair of edge guys. Did the, you go? Oh, uh, I'll take Burrow. Yeah, you take him, Burrow? Too, yeah. yeah, yeah. Baker Mayfield's going to be re- replaced soon. <laughs> 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 Sean has nothing to say to that. I'm about to log off. <laughs> I didn't want to yeah. poke, poke that hard. Um, all right. So, para edge guys, I believe these are the two and three edge guys right now uh, with TJ Watt, obviously, in first, uh, even though he did nothing this week. Uh, Zedaria Smith, right now, 12 solo tackles, five assists, six tackles for loss, nine QB hits, five sacks, one forced fumble, one fumble recovery, zero pass defense, zero picks. Shaq Barrett, 18 solo tackles, six assists, four tackles for loss, four QB hits, one safety, three sacks, zero forced fumbles, one pass defense, zero picks. I like Zedarius. Yeah. It's Smith easy. Yep. He's, um, he's on a tear. This year, no doubt. Yeah, no, it's, it's not close for me. Smith is just the better player. Yeah, it's weird though. Preston's not doing anything over there. I still, that's I not that weird to me. I, I did never really thought Preston Smith was that good. I thought he was getting very lucky last year. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what the people think. And last but not least, pair of corners. Uh, Trey Hill, the emergent IDP favorite corner of the Rams. 
So far this year, 26 solo tackles, eight assists, one tackle for loss, zero QB hits, zero sacks, zero forced fumbles, four pass defense, one pick. And Logan Ryan on the Giants. 30 solo tackles, nine assists, one tackle for loss, two QB hits, one sack, one forced fumble, four pass defense, zero picks. I'll take Logan Ryan. I'll take Carlton Davis. Okay. Nate, who you got? Uh, Logan Ryan. Yep. Troy Hill's been really good, though. He has been really good this year. I appreciate that you just let me roll with that and you didn't try and fight me on it. I, I've, we're growing. We're growing in this podcast all the time. You've never let me do that before. I appreciate it. All right, let's get into some listener questions. Uh, best way to get your question answered on the show, uh, call us at 313-986-1473. We'll play a voicemail uh, on the show. We also like video. We can do video, so send us your poop uh, on the toilet questions. No, nah, just send don't us your do poop. It. Just don't, send us your don't, poop. Uh, don't listen to them. Um, it's a good thing we don't have a larger audience because we might actually start getting like poop in the mail (laughs) they don't know where I live Uh, I have a P.O. box so that would be really interesting to pick up (laughs) Um, you have a P.O.O.P. box (laughs) I go pick it up at Brown (laughs) okay with that uh, also you can get your questions answered uh, if you are in the subscriber Slack chat, uh, tons of great people in there answering questions. All of our writers uh, go to idpguys.org, uh, become a subscriber, pay uh, the yearly fee, and then you get access to the subscriber chat. You do have to go through the navigation bar and click on the you know join the subscriber chat button to get in. So it's not automatic. You do have to do a little bit of work, but. Um, with that, we've got the first question is from Sal Cusamano. I just want to say real quick, I love this name. I, I feel like he's going to whack me for, for owing money on some bets or something, you know? Hey, Sal Cusamano says uh, you got to pay up. <laughs> Sorry, <All right>. Sal. <laughs> so that's how he... Sal's just down. like some fucking nerd, and he's like, why would you say something so mean about me? <laughs> Why would you assume I want to kill somebody? You forget about asshole? it. Forget about it, Sean. Far from cool. <laughs> oh man! All right. So his question, uh, he, this is for Dynasty tackle, tackle heavy. heavy. He says, rank these linebackers. For hey, you, Johnny. Johnny, you're gonna take this, and then I'll just critique your rankings. Yeah, it sounds about normal. Okay, so he's got <laughs> ten guys here. I did it in order of youth plus talent descending. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, then Bobby Wagner, just because he's getting old. Rashawn Evans, Foye Luakon, Bobby Okariki, Kazir White, Quan made of glass, Alexander, Josie Jewell, Nate, very shitty, ask wild spicy Gary, <laughs> and Anthony Walker. What about Tyrell Adams? Oh, is he's not in there, is he? No, he is. Oh, he is in there. Yeah. No, he's just an injury fill-in for McKinney. Okay. So DF. I think I'm I think I'm bumping Quan up, and that's about it. Okay. Also, I might still put Bobby Wagner above uh, above Edmonds. I think I will. 
Well, that would be you, but you're not Johnny. So Jermaine Edmonds is like Johnny's number one. Yeah. I don't give well, a I mean, out of, out of, out of this Why the fuck would I care what Johnny's opinion? Out of this list, yes, Tremaine Evans is my one. Wagner is great, but Wagner's getting old, you know. He's been around for a minute. Um, you're getting old. Yeah, I've been old. <laughs> We're all getting old, man. Then we die. Uh, well, let's uh, throw Johnny out behind the shed because he's too old, just like uh, Johnny's <laughs> apparently doing to Bobby Wagner. It's like, uh, oh. I haven't, I haven't Bobby- shit salad since the Reagan administration. Bobby Bobby Wagner's old. I guess he sucks, and uh, Johnny's older than him, so kill Johnny. It's Dynasty. You're going to get a ton more years out of Evans, Edmonds, Aluacone, Okariki, because you're way even. We'd probably get a hell of a lot more years out of Bobby Wagner on this podcast than we would you. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) With that, let's go on to Tony's question. Uh, can Kaiser White keep it up rest of season? Sure. No. Sure. <laughs> Define keep I it up. Don't... Can he keep? Can he keep his role? Yes. Can he? Yes. Do double digit tackles every week? Uh, maybe. Probably not. <laughs> maybe is no. It's it's definitely a no. Can he keep his role? Maybe. Can he keep up his production? No. So here's the thing. Chargers linebackers has always been a shit show, <laughs> at least in recent history. So Is Drew Tranquil coming back, though? No. He, like, snapped his ankle in half. Hmm. Debatable. They carded him. We'll see about that. All right. Um, yeah, for the short term, at least, because your white can keep it up, I think. Gotcha. All right, so let's get into the week six review and the important waivers. Um, Before we do the over, met, and under, uh, Johnny, go with those uh, important waivers. All righty. So Xavier McKinney is a week or two out from coming back. (sighs) About time, right? Yeah, he's also a rookie. I wonder if they're going to suck and just like, ease a man over a really long period of time and just like ruin his season. Yeah, we'll see. Um, they got Julian Love playing some snaps, so I, I think he could at least beat him out, you know? like He should. Julian Love's been terrible. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Troy Apke gone, DeShazer Everett in, in a quote, massive shakeup, according to local Washington media, of the <laughs> uh, football team's defense. I'm not kidding. I read the article. I was like, what is this shit? Because Cole Holcomb's <laughs> playing a lot. Troy Apke's gone. DeShazer Everett's in. Ryan Kerrigan played 15% of snaps this week. They just shook. Thomas Davis did not play at all. They shook oh, everything up. It's crazy. But, but why and to what purpose? What were they trying to accomplish? And no they idea. lost. And they no also lost. Idea. No idea. But that's what happened. Oh, so Troy Apke's out. Everett's in. Uh, David Mayo, Trey, Tay Crowder having a bit of a situation. So Crowder went nuts this week, had uh, a touchdown off a fumble return, plus 10 tackles. So everyone's like super excited about that. But David Mayo is healthy and getting eased back in. So be careful there. 
Uh, Leighton Vander Eschmeinscheiser is back, obviously. Thank you. Uh, Dakota Allen, very likely, uh, especially, you know, just keep an eye on Miles Jack. You know, that's that's a one-two thing right there. AJ Klein, when Matt Milano is out. Tyrell Adams, always, rest of the year. Dre Greenlaw, always, when Quan Alexander's out, which is often. Uh, Hassan Reddick took over for Chandler Jones in his role and had a nice game, but it's not going to be the Cowboys every week, so buyer beware. Uh, it's Kierce Barnes, Chris Barnes, whatever, that guy. Uh, not Ty Summers for the Packers, so that was wrong. Um, but everyone got that wrong, so whatever. Uh, Marcus Davenport still not owned in a lot of places. You should fix that. Robert Spillane is the Devin Bush replacement. Actually had pretty good numbers with only like 53% of snaps. Um, so, yeah, that's not a decent – that's a, that's a decent option. And, Sean, I'm going to fire some offense at you. Just yes, no, maybe so. Boston Scott or Corey Clement? Scott, easy. Tua and Superflex. Yes, 100%. Like 100% of the waiver budget on that one. Okay. J.D. McKissick. No. Jarek McKinnon, Jamichael Hasty, Jeff Wilson. Oh, boy. Honestly, um, I like all of them and I hate all of them. Where I'm just taking whichever one's cheapest because... there's like a one in three chance you spend all your money and waste it. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Richard Rogers Eagles. <laughs> no. Anthony Ferkser. We'll we'll put a little star on this, assuming Juju is beat up. Janu? Whatever. Janu, yeah. Same thing. Thank you. Uh <laughs> still no. Not even think, for a one or two week streamer. Sure, one or two week streamer, but I don't think you're gonna get him as a one or two week streamer. I think like if you get him on waivers, you're paying for him like you're paying for a tight end for the rest of the year. You know, like somebody is gonna pay big bucks for him. Yep. Okay. Uh Trey Burton. That actually looked okay. It's a tough one for me. It really depends on your tight end situation and how desperate you are. I don't think he's talented. Um, so I think it just depends on how desperate you are. Mm-hmm. Well, Mo Alley's beat up. And uh, God, who's the other guy? Brain not working. Other tight end there. It's okay. Yeah, whatever. They all suck. Uh, anyone I missed because I just did the like major ones. Anything you can think of? No, I think you hit all of them. We're uh, it, we're at the point in the year where most people are picked up. Yep. True. All right. All right. Let's get into our over met and under. So we'll just um, do all three. Johnny, you want to start off? Yep. Over Emmanuel Agba. He's a great waiver wire defensive end, but wow, we blew the hell up this week. <laughs> Joey, if you follow Joey the Tooth IDP and me on Twitter, we have been uh, talking about him since week two. Mm-hmm. So, so have I in my article. Allegedly. Go read it. <laughs> it's on the internet. <laughs> I don't believe in reading. He yeah. doesn't believe in the internet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, Justin Simmons, big week. Devin White, big week. Uh, yeah, people did not need to freak out about that. They just needed to play against a real offense. Even though Green Bay didn't do much, it was enough. Uh, Matt 
Cameron Hayward, uh, AJ Johnson, Alexander Johnson, whatever he wants to go by, and Miles Garrett. Under Aaron Donald, he'll be fine. Zach Cunningham, he'll be fine. Jair Alexander, he'll be fine. I think Zach Cunningham sucks. Okay. For IDP, he doesn't. I know, but like for Dynasty, I think like I put this out on a group chat today. I was just like, sell Zach Cunningham. And someone said no. And I was just like, okay. And it's like, I just kind of really get the feeling that looking at all the numbers since Zach Cunningham started in the league, it's like he has really bad coverage grades and he misses a lot of tackles. I kind of think he's just not that good. And I think that that's the type of thing that it's like, okay, IDP players, like, yeah, they're putting up a fuck ton of points. We're going to go overpay for this. But at some point it comes to bite us because like this player just isn't that good and his role gets decreased. Um, and Cunningham kind of feels like that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and whoever takes his spot, I'll grab that guy and it'll be fine. Just like Tyrell Adams. Sure. Sure, but it's definitely something where, like, in Dynasty, like, you could sell Zach Cunningham for, like, a first, late first, early second. And I think if you can, you should. Um, But, yeah, just me. So, overproduced, uh, Carson Wentz had a really good week. I don't expect that because his entire team is garbage, and uh, that's going to be rough the rest of the year. Kenyon Drake is garbage and put up a lot of points, and I expect him to be garbage the rest of the year. Christian Kirk, I don't think gets a big enough target share to have the type of week that he had this week, but he did. Um, he had a nice week, though. And uh, Ferkser, uh, I don't expect that ever again at tight end. Um, underproduced, Aaron Rodgers. That was garbage, and I absolutely loved it. So fuck, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Although I will say, uh, I will say I've never enjoyed anything from Aaron Rodgers career until his touchdown celebration where he did the key and peel skit where he did the like two pumps and then stood there. And so many people were like, what is he doing? It's like, dude, if you watch Kim Peel, you would get this and this would be super funny to you. And And that's a pretty old joke at this point. It's a really old joke and I'm shocked. Nobody else has done it, but I really appreciate Rogers did. Uh, Definitely like really by who? Yeah. Um, there was a wide receiver uh, a couple years ago that did it with, it was two wide receivers. They both did the two pumps and then someone came by and threw a flag. (laughs) Okay. I missed that. Uh, you should find that for me, but either, either way, that was definitely like the first thing I appreciated from Rogers career. Other than that, I hate him and he sucks. Um, Alexander Madison. This was a sad one for me. Uh, I really, really enjoy his career and I enjoy him as a player and he finally got his shot and it sucked. And so that was a big bummer for me. Uh, Tyreek Hill traded for him in four separate leagues prior to this week. And then this happened and he like, he's one of the primary reasons I had a terrible week this week. Um, it, it just it 
didn't go his way. And honestly, like it hasn't been his year. It's kind of been that way where like, I don't feel like he's as much of a priority in that offense. And I kind of hate it. Um, and then Tyler Eifert, I guess at 1.5 points, like why are you playing Tyler Eifert? I'm not, I just expect him to get two points and he got 1.5. So, okay. all right. Jesus. Um, met expectations. I got, uh, Lamar at quarterback. He didn't have a great week. He's still having not a great year, but like this was one where it's like, yeah, that's what I expect from you every week. I just also expect a blow up week every once in a while. We're not getting that. Um, James White, this is kind of what I expect from him when he's playing and when Cam's playing. Uh, just catching a lot of passes, racking up the PPR points. AJ Green, I have him in one league. Benched him for the first time of the year, and he put up like 18 points. It's like, you fucking son of a fucking bitch piece of shit. Um, yeah, so AJ Green is on my shit list, but uh, but he had the week I was expecting him to have all year, where it's like, yes, you have a new, young, good quarterback that's, and you guys are slinging the ball you should be catching the ball and things should be going well. So uh, AJ Green was my meta expectation. And then Austin Hooper had a nice week too. Yeah. He's been a little bit on lately. Yeah. All right. So my over, I'm going with Calais Campbell getting Mm. three sacks and in the scoring for sleeper that just stacks with like the tackles, the tackle floor loss. It was like 40 points. Um, he was a beast this week and he's becoming an old man. So those are going to be fewer and far between. Um, met far, far met expectations. Eric Kendricks with 12 tackles. And then my under is Micah Hyde who had a single tackle. Yeah. Never been a Micah Hyde guy. Yeah. Well, I played him and I was expecting a little more than that. Yeah. Dynasty Football Digest, your new essential site for dynasty information. For as little as $1 a month, gain access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, trends, ADP, in-season assets, and a Slack chat just for subscribers. Purchase today at DynastyFootballDigest.com. All right, now we're going to talk some steak and salad. Um, So, Johnny, let's go through your steak and salad. Yeah, not a lot went great this week, to be honest with you, across the board. Cowboys looked like shit. Yeah. DFS didn't go well. Uh, Leagues went okay. Uh, I guess the only steak is uh, I did take a ton of time off for the wedding I'm not going to be able to go to, so I got to enjoy that time off and uh, not be racing to the fucking wire to get my articles in and shit. Yeah. So that'll be great. Uh, were you doing both or just steaks? Yeah, do it. Do both because okay. I got both for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Sean, she could get like four salads because he hates everything. Um, <laughs> it's true. Bad. I, I even hate the things I like. Bad DFS oh. week, but it happens. 
Yeah. So what do you got? My stake is the Lions winning because <laughs> I like I like seeing my team win. My salad is also the Lions winning because yeah. it means that we have to see this fucking incompetent piece of shit garbage coaching staff for at least another week, perhaps longer. And on top of that, we're just we're not gonna be in a position to draft a quarterback. So we're gonna end up at like six and ten, fire the coaching staff, and then be just like in no man's land where it's like we might end up with Blake Bortles as our starting quarterback next year. But Blake Bortles is elite. That's a good point. <laughs> Baker might be available. <laughs> oh, God, I would kill for that. Holy shit, I would kill for that. Oh, man. All right, so my stake is the wedding planning is pretty much over. Um, after a year of you know getting everything together, we are down to the last few... Last few details. Um, we're leaving Friday to head out to Michigan. Um, driving out. I will not be on the show, and this is where uh, my salad comes in. I'm, I don't know if it's a salad, so it's a little tongue-in-cheek, I guess. But I won't be on the show for two weeks. Um, I'll be getting married. Uh, so we're going to have some people filling in. Uh, you guys have been working out the plans, and hopefully... Uh, Everything goes well. Yeah. Sean, who doesn't look at the notes, and I mean, John makes the notes, so. Yeah. He hits me with the notes the day of, and I'm I'm like, I don't want to read that. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> Some reason I don't. I don't believe it. The IDP Guys is your number one resource for IDP information for your fantasy leagues. For as little as $1 a month, get access to all that we have to offer. Rankings, ADP trade calculator, in-season assets, and a Slack chat to get personal help all year round. Purchase today at IDPGuys.org. Alrighty, so now it's Johnny the Greek, where we, this is sponsored by Statement Games, and we do a cross-promotion where we sponsor one of their tournaments, they sponsor this segment, um, and we sponsor the Sunday night NFL game, Uh, we do a tournament every week with them, and then the winners of the tournaments, uh, we put them in a hat, and Johnny draws one to give away a jersey. So make sure you go sign up at statementgames.com, play in the IDP Guys Sunday Night Football uh, Tournament, and you get 60 free coins. It's super easy. You can spin the wheel if you need to get more coins, sign in with your Google account. So Johnny's picking the... uh, It's also like a ton of fun. It's something where I had a... I had a real hard time with it last year. It took me a long time to get like acclimated to prop bets. And then once I kind of figured it out and I was like, okay, I'm going to look at this game and be like, okay, this team is going to be passing a fuck ton. Let's figure out all the prop bets I can pick that involve this team passing a fuck ton. Mm-hmm. And then just set it up that way. Like it got way easier and it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yep. So who's the winner, Johnny? Congratulations to Boiler24. There we go. Boiler 24. Yeah. Reach out to Punishers. the Statement Games 
uh, social media accounts, either on Facebook or Twitter at Statement Games, uh, and they will hook you up with the jersey of your choice. So, Johnny, let's go on to uh, this week's Statement Games. We actually got a decent one this week, Sunday night. We got uh, Bucks Raiders. Ooh. Yeah. I I actually got a feeling the Raiders are going to win, as crazy as that sounds. Um, just a gut feeling. But whatever, uh, whatever the that? prop bet is, whatever the prop bet is on Henry Ruggs yardage, go over. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's not one of my top three, but it is on there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, be. so I got Leonard Fournette plus Ronald Jones over eighty-five point five rushing yards. Um, they've been running a lot lately, so I feel decent about that. Darren Waller over five and a half receptions. Feel pretty good about that. Derek Carr under. 26.5 completions. Bucks defense is really, really good. Um, yeah, should be a good game. What was, what was last week's? Oh, Rams. Uh, San Francisco. San Francisco, which was completely wrong because you, who the, you know, you never know how that one's going to go. Mm-hmm. Division. Yeah, division. So that should be good. Other bets. I had Patriots minus nine and a half at home against Denver, and they got beat by a bunch of field goals. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I mean, did you guys see that one coming? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no shit. No one. Yeah, did. just no. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Um, but whatever. Okay, I feel good about this one though. I'm taking Bills minus ten and a half at the Jets in a game that they've lost two in a row, and they're just gonna murder them. Probably. Yeah, this is the bounce back game. Yeah, feels good. Nice. Cool. All right. With that, uh, wrapping up episode 126, make sure you're following us on Twitter at IDP guys. Individually, I'm at Nate Cheat. John is at OrangeMan3142. And Sean is at Lanny1925. Subscribe to the show. Go to IDPGuys.org. In the sidebar, there are links to iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and an RSS feed for the pod catcher of your choice. Um, while you're there, become a subscriber to the site, get access to tons of premium data. We have tools in the making and some, some great ADP and weekly rankings, uh, for in season. We've got a lot of stuff coming We're we're going to be remodeling the whole website in the off season. Um, so with that comes some great additions. Uh, so make sure you are a subscriber. Also get into the subscriber chat. We will help you on your way to winning a championship this year. Uh, and finally, go to Writer Digest Network, R-E-I-T-E-R, on YouTube. And make sure you're watching the show along with all the other great shows that we have in our network. That is Writer Digest Network, R-E-I-T-E-R. Um, putting out a lot of great content there and uh, it's slowly building up a, um, a solid following. So with that, uh, that wraps up. Uh, my last episode till mid-November. Yeah, we're going to be married when you come back. Yeah, I'll be com- coming back as a married gentleman. <laughs>